Welcome to the Market Leaders Podcast, where you'll find valuable marketing and business development insights from innovative thinkers. The podcast series is brought to you by Ackert, the company behind Pipeline Plus. Tired of overcomplicated CRM? Pipeline Plus is the easiest business development tool you'll ever use. It helps you organize and focus on your most important relationships. With instructional e-learning tutorials and concrete suggestions from our built-in AI, Pipeline Plus gives you everything you need to get new business from your existing network. Visit AckertInc.com to learn more. Hello and welcome back to the Market Leaders Podcast. I'm David Ackert, and today our guest is Liz Sobey, the Director of Strategic Growth at Goulston Stores. Liz, welcome to the program. Hi, David. Thanks for having me. Tell us about yourself and your firm. Sure. So I am the Director of Strategic Growth at Goulston Stores, and I've been here now for three years. And I am responsible for bringing and driving value and results to all of our clients, internal and external, which would include marketing, communications, business development, sales, and more. Now, Goulston has done something really interesting recently, which is transition titles like director of client development or director of business development or chief marketing officer or what have you, and reposition all of this in the context of strategic growth. Can you tell us a little bit about the thinking that led to that shift? I would call it more of a shift in mindset, David, than language, because what it really is, is talking about the value that you bring to your team or your firm versus a description of the functions or the services that you provide. And I think for a long time, we've been looking at this and saying, you know, these are the things that we do. We do marketing, but the value that we bring is strategic growth. And I think you wouldn't describe your department by the functions that you do, but rather by exactly that, the value that you bring. And so I I would actually call it a shift in mindset versus language because it's more than that. Speaking of mindset shift, you and I have been talking about this concept of community and why it's particularly relevant given the current conditions we find ourselves in. Uh, Can you expand on that thought a little bit? I think community is more relevant now than ever before. If you just look at the word community, it's common unity, right? So it's something that pulls people together. And I think with it is without a doubt the greatest gift we can give each other, a place of belonging, but it's also a choice, right? So this can develop around an area of interest, a geographic space, or virtual in these days. Common goals, a common purpose come together to create a sense of cohesion. And I think that community, it's important that it's not defined for you, it's defined by you, right? So we're coming back to choice and personal, and we see this in a professional setting, whether it's around professional development opportunities for you, either in you know legal marketing opportunities, legal technology, MarTech, whatever it may be, but also in your personal life, if you're looking for places to come together in a community, either in your neighborhood or around an area of interest there as well. I think when you find a community or start a community, that space and place, you can make of it what you want, you bring to it what you have, and you take from it what you need. The past 12 months have been so challenging. Our personal and professional lives, our mental health, our physical health, everything is shifting, and we need this more than ever. I often mourn the sense of community that I took for granted prior to the pandemic, and now in lockdown, sequestered to my home for most of the conscious hours and even unconscious hours, 
I really wish that there was more of that of that support structure that was so helpful. And so uh, talk a little bit about your thoughts in terms of how community can inspire people, especially in the current context where we have COVID and we have to kind of adapt the personal and professional communities to this new set of conditions. I think there's something unique that we've learned over the past 12 months and actually has created opportunities for us. So where someone who maybe was uncomfortable having a community in in a face-to-face environment, this may be a place where they're feeling a little bit more connected. So we're finding this balance. um, And I think that that is coming together and creating opportunities for people to have very candid conversations and very open connections that are comfortable for them at a level that they're willing to take that step. They may be listening, they may be participating, they may be creating these opportunities. So I think it's actually helped us move forward in a way that safely is quicker than perhaps we would have in the past. I know for me, I'm having conversations and moving in a direction through various communities that probably would have taken two or three years, maybe five or longer to get to. Um, So I think there's a potential for these communities and for people to feel connected in ways that maybe they didn't know how in the past. And we're learning how to do that, maybe not by choice, but because this is what we have. You know, I feel like the interactions that I'm having with people, especially people that I'm just getting to know uh, and in a community kind of a context are just less, I don't know, substantive maybe is the right word, more transactional. There's, let's say, a group discussion on fill in the topic or there's a group of people having a Zoom get together. And it just seems a little more driven by agenda and that, you know, it can't just sort of allow itself to flow in the way that it would if people were sitting around a table, sharing a meal, relaxing into the fillers. And and it feels like it's those moments in between our bulleted agenda that really define whether or not the interactions have staying power beyond that meeting. Yeah, I think you're touching on something that I I sort of think of as fragmentation, right? So there's, you know, the world is fragmented and these opportunities to come together are also fragmented. We're missing out on the opportunity to have that body language, to have the interactions across the room. And you maybe have to flip through a couple Zoom screens to find, you know, is so-and-so in the room and how is there, what is their reaction to this or to that? I, I think that is definitely missing. So I think that online communities also feel a little bit siloed. There is that fragmentation, right? But I do think there is still that kind of connection. You know, people are using the chat box and they're following up individually after the fact with emails and they're making phone calls. And I think it it comes back to you put in, you'll get out of it what you put into it. Yeah. Um, Some people may may feel comfortable just going and listening. Um, And some people may feel comfortable going and participating and jumping in and waiting for the, oh, oh, you go, no, I go, oh, sorry. You know, and there's that little bit of an awkward thing and there's that awkward, you know, Zoom pause, but we have to adapt. And I think we're adapting in our lives everywhere we go. And I think we have to adapt in our communities. And I think we just keep looking for the silver lining and there may be opportunities for leadership, 
to drive some of these conversations and to pause and say, you know what, we haven't heard from you, David. Is there anything you want to share? And some of that is going to come from leadership. And some of that's going to come from, you know, what the community is. Is it online dating? Is it connecting with old friends? Is it exercising? I mean, the Peloton community, I can't tell you how many people I hear from who feel as though they have a personal friendship with their Peloton bike ride. I don't obviously do Peloton, but their bike rider leader person. Um, I mean, look at the way we're doing legal marketing and sales and business development. We're meeting new clients online. We're getting to know them online. We're building relationships with them online. We're going through the sales process online and we're closing deals online. We're having trials online and and it's starting to work. It's not the model that will last forever, but we have to adapt and we have to create ways to make it work. It's not ideal, um, but our lives are slow and confined and we're learning to add a pause in a way that's unique. And I think it's, it, it's a way that we just have to be able to adapt to each other. I really appreciate a couple of times here, you've alluded to the notion that we really are responsible for uh, our engagement in the communities that are currently a part of our lives and getting involved in communities where we may feel that that connection is lacking. Say a little more about what you would recommend for people who are yearning to get more involved uh, with virtual communities while we uh, are still limited uh, in terms of how, how we get together. Yeah, I think one of the easiest things you can do is just take a look around, see what's available, talk to some friends, um, try to understand, you know, what's important to you? Where do you want to have those pauses? Um, what do you want to be a part of? Where do you feel like you can give? Where do you feel like you want or need to take? Um, I think the past 12 months have been absolutely remarkable, not only with the global pandemic, but also learning to talk and understand around all sorts of social justice issues. And these have been places where, you know, I think we've we've made remarkable steps in directions to understanding and learning and listening to each other. And I think social media has impacted that sometimes in negative ways, but I think in many positive ways. So I think it's a question of, you know, taking a pause to look at what is important to you um, and then and then asking and raising your hand. I mean, Google search is fantastic, but raising your hand and asking those around you in feeling comfortable enough to be able to do that. And I think some of the communities, Legal Marketing Association, ILTA, Legal Tech, there are several places, Lasso, there are so many places within um, the professional services outlets that have those and are creating communities where there may be a gap. And if you don't can't find one, then make one. Right. So seek out communities or sub-communities, given the affiliations that you're already a part of, and if you don't see one that resonates for you, now is probably one of the best times uh, in recent history to be able to launch one, given that the logistics uh, are relatively straightforward and, and uh, all it requires is just uh, an invitation and a Zoom link. Yeah, and I will add, it doesn't have to be Zoom. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be you know having a video chat conversation. This could be, you know, you could have a community within a Twitter conversation. You could have a community in a LinkedIn group. You could have a community that goes back and forth with article sharing. Um, you don't have to necessarily virtually invite someone into your living room. There's a lot of different ways to do this. It's just, it comes back to having a connection where you feel as though there's a place of belonging around a common interest. 
How has Goulston adapted its sub-communities within the firm to the current condition? From a technology standpoint and a people standpoint, I think, you know, our culture is very connected. I think as one of our newest attorneys who joined us just recently said there's an authenticity to the relationships that the people at Goulston have formed. But I think there's something that's significant about, you know, we have developed ways for us to connect around all sorts of topics, whether it's parenting, whether it's Pilates, whether it's topics of interest, whether it's uh, client relationships, client teams, any of those. Um, I think like a lot of law firms, we've created these opportunities, you know, chili cook-off, which, you know, how, how do you possibly do that remotely? Our kitchen staff has figured out a way and people are engaged and having fun. Um, so there are a lot of different opportunities. Some people will take advantage of some, and some people won't, you know, whatever works for them. You know, if there's an early morning Pilates session and you just can't do it because you've got kids and you've got this and you've got that, that's fine. You know, there's an evening knitting group, you know, there's opportunities to get together and take some professional development courses if you're looking to learn a little bit more about various areas of litigation, you know, there, there's ways to do that. And so, and if someone raises their hand and says, you know, I, we had a couple people this week say, gosh, I'd love to get together and practice my French. And so a few of us are saying, gosh, maybe we should start a French club or something, you know, where those of us who speak French can get together and just have lunch or chat or something. Um, but again, it comes together around a common interest, whether it's personal, professional, family, and just moving it forward. And Goulston has been amazingly supportive in that for everybody. That's great. It's great to hear that. It sounds like in some cases, the firm has structured formal initiatives to form groups. And uh, in some cases, it just has and enjoys a culture where people feel comfortable raising their hand and saying, I want to start a group around X. Who else wants to join me? Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Well, I appreciate you sharing your thoughts on community and how it's evolved and really how our mindset is evolving around how we think about these things. Uh, after talking to you today, uh, I am a little more encouraged that I don't have to continue to mourn a lack of community and that I can think about the groups that I'm already a part of a little differently uh, and take solace there. And if there continues to be a gap, I can certainly fill it by reaching out to others with a common unity, as you put it, and in short order, find myself in dialogue with others uh, like-minded. I think so. I think that's true. And I think that the communities that you are missing in person are in some way, shape, or form happening online. And um, we'll continue, we'll go back to the in-person, but perhaps in an, in an enhanced way, um, having benefited from some virtual connecting as well. Well, and I, I'll take this uh, thought one step further, which is, you know, many listening to this program are thinking about this in the context of client development and business development. And certainly it's true there too. If you're feeling a disconnect uh, in your own uh, social and professional circles, your clients are likely feeling the same way. And so creating communities that bring them into a fold and, and allow them to share conversations around shared interests is a fantastic way of making sure that you retain the, the quality of relationship that you've had in the past. 
Yeah, I think that's a great point. One of one of our groups at Goulston includes clients. You know, we've had several conversations around diversity and inclusion. And we talk about initiatives that are happening within Goulston, initiatives that are happening at the client, and just sort of have a very open back and forth conversation about impact on family, impact on local communities, and um, sort of very open dialogue about different issues throughout the year. That's great. Well, Liz, we really appreciate you sharing your thoughts with me and with our listeners today. And I look forward to a time when we can reconnect in person. But in the meantime, it sure was nice to connect with you here online. Thank you, David. I appreciate being a part of many of your communities. Today's episode was brought to you by Ackert, the company that solves business development problems for professionals around the world. Visit AckertInc.com to learn more about our consulting, coaching, and technology solutions.